0: Until then, we hope this message meets you right where you are and helps you know just how deep the Father's love is for you. Hey, happy, happy Mother's Day. I hope that you, uh, as, I was, as we were singing this morning, I just couldn't help but think about the various mother stories that we have in this place gathered in this room gathered online we have moms who if we were to have them tell their story i think we would be blown away about the ways in which god has journeyed with us through great and trying times all together i think it's also um, important for us to recognize that um, that that god is with us through the tough as well as the great and so I just wanna say moms, thank you for just hanging in there, for um, pressing on when you weren't quite sure if you knew what you were doing. Um, Thank you for just not giving up. We need moms to continue fighting. Um, But can I also say church, that we need families to fight with mom not like <laughs> like bicker with her right but to come alongside to hold her arms up to carry her when she just feels like a failure sometimes we need to recognize that moms are so important in our lives and so thank you to all moms for everything um uh, a couple things Um, I wanted to share these with you in the uh, spirit of uh, our first pastor that I served under was a great guy, and he loved to kind of lighten things up at the beginning of a message. So let me start with this one. Son says to mom, mom, can I get a $20 bill? And mom says to him, does it look like I'm made out of money? The son responds, isn't that what MOM stands for? Made out of money? (laughs) Thank you, Zach. Um, What did the baby corn say to the mama corn? Where's popcorn? (laughs) There you go. Um, And uh, last one. This is a freebie, but uh, what did the mama broom say to the baby broom? It's time to go to sweep. There you go. So, uh, moms, that's just a little laughter for you today. But I found this definition of a mother. A mother is one person who does the work of 20 for free. Can I get an amen? So thank you, moms. Hopefully we can pay you back a little bit today. Um, I want to give a disclaimer this morning uh, that this is a great day to celebrate moms Thank you for all you've done, all that kind of stuff. Thank you for keeping your eye on the bigger picture when we couldn't focus on anything but ourselves. Thank you for doing that. Um, I also want to say on behalf of all of us moms, and hopefully I'll get some amens on this one, we're sorry for the ways that we have made it clear that we thought you didn't know what you were doing. Um, We're sorry for the arrogance that comes across that sometimes that has caused disrespect in us to you. Um, We're sorry for the ways our words cut through you and left you wondering why you were so bad at this parenting thing. Um, Moms, I cannot say thank you enough. I really can't. I want to talk to mothers today, but let me be clear that what I'm about to talk about is not just for our biological moms in here. Today's message is for you, definitely, but I'm talking to mothers and grandmothers, to aunts and neighbors, to teachers, to coaches, to friends, to mentors. I'm talking to all of you. While much of what I have to share this morning is for all of them, I hope that our mothers pay special attention today. For what we have for you, hopefully will be a blessing. There's a special group of ladies in this in our gathering today. Some of you are in this room, some of you are online. And for you, I recognize that this day is a very difficult day for you. And I want to acknowledge that. Um, I want to acknowledge it for one of two reasons. First, there are some of you who have this deep, deep longing to be a biological mama. And for one reason or another, it's just not working i wish as your pastor i could say this is why but i have not been trained in those sciences and sometimes we just have to get comfortable with understanding that sometimes there's just not a good answer that makes us feel all better sometimes there's just a lot of junk that's going on and Uh, Maybe it's one of those. Maybe it's another. I don't know. But today, I I don't want you to, to hear me talking to everyone but you, for today is also about you. There's another part of this group, and that's our mamas for whom your children are no longer with you. They've taken their final breath, and they have left a void in you. And for that, we as the church say that we are sorry. We grieve along with you. Our pain is there with you, but we cannot even imagine the depth of your hurt. I once heard someone say that no parent should have to bury their children. And I think that's right. But sometimes we know that it, it does happen. So today, this is to all women out there who have the potential to invest their lives and their faith in others. But for all of you men out there, don't tune out on me today because you need to hear something today as well. So um, someone once asked me, when do I start preparing to be a spiritual authority, a spiritual guide uh, in my children's life? Do I start when they're born? Do I start when they're four or five? Do I start when they're seven-ish? When do I start preparing to be that person in my kid's life? And the answer for that is this, before they are ever a thought in your heart in your mind you see to be that is not uh, something that you just do because you are a parent it's something we do as people we seek hard after christ we develop that relationship with uh with jesus and we let that affect everything else including our kids so for all of you new mamas out there and your new papas out there um i am excited because i have been able to watch you over the last year and a half and these babies are in for some great things i'm excited for that so today whether you are a parent or a child whether you're a male or a female i don't care who you are this morning actually i do care who you are um, but I, what i want to say is this Jesus wants a relationship with you that changes your todays and your tomorrows and every relationship. This morning, I want us to get into uh, the second letter from Paul to a guy by the name of Timothy. If you have your Bibles and want to turn there, great. If not, the verses will be up on the screen. But we're going to talk about this guy, Paul, and some words that he has to say to Timothy. And Timothy... Um he the, the image that you get of Timothy when you think of him should be that of a younger man who is under the instruction and tutelage, the mentorship of Paul. And so this letter, which is the second letter that Paul writes to him, has some words of encouragement to him. And I want to start out at the very beginning of the letter. Um for those of you who are reading through the Bible with us, you'll notice that this is kind of where we have just come through. Um, and for those of you who would like to jump in, we've got 11 books left until we are done with the New Testament this year. So uh, we've just finished 2 Timothy. We're getting into Titus. So uh, join us on that journey. But this is what uh, Paul says to Timothy in his second letter to him. This letter is from Paul, chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus. I have been sent to, out to tell others about the life of, He has promised through faith in Christ Jesus. I am writing to Timothy. Now hear how he addresses him. I am writing to Timothy, my dear son. Timothy's not his son. Paul is not his father. But there's something about the relationship to where Paul is able to refer to Timothy as my dear son. That's a term of endearment. There's a love that is shared between these two, two men. Um, my dear son, may God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord give you grace, mercy, and peace. Timothy, I thank God for you, the God I serve with a clear conscience, just as my ancestors did. Night and day, I constantly remember you in my prayers. I long to see you again, for I remember your tears as we parted, and I will be filled with joy when we are together again. I remember your genuine faith, for you share the faith that first filled your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I know that same faith continues strong in you. That is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. This is the word of God for people like you and I. And we all say together, thank you, Jesus. Let's notice a few things about Timothy. Um, Timothy was a mentee of Paul, which meant Paul and him were in a relationship where Paul was investing his knowledge and wisdom and insight into Timothy. Uh, Timothy was being trained to be a, a, let's call him a pastor, someone who was responsible for shepherding a flock of people. Um, and, And Paul had been there. He had done that. And And he saw potential in timothy and so he began investing in timothy Um, timothy was his spiritual son as we've mentioned just here paul poured his life into him it wasn't just a casual relationship it was an intense type of relationship where paul was all in timothy was all in and they shared this relationship that was producing something it wasn't just producing uh, this thing in timothy that would enable him to pastor people timothy was being formed and shaped by paul paul one of my favorite uh, quotes of paul was follow me as i follow christ And that's, I'm sure, what he said to Timothy at some point. He said, Timothy, follow me as I follow Christ. Now, that does not mean that Paul was perfect. He had it all together. He knew everything. Paul's the first person who would say, I don't have it all together. I've got struggles of my own. I'm not perfect, and I'm not claiming to be perfect. I just know this. My life is better when I'm chasing after Jesus come follow me as I do that. Come learn as I do that. So moms, I I think we have something to take away from Paul here. You do not have to be perfect. Let's try that one more time. You do not have to be perfect. That's good news for you. But what we do ask of you, whether we can verbalize this or not is, we need you to chase after jesus before you ever think about caring for us which us we need to realize that sometimes we need to create space for mom to chase after jesus you can pick up your own clothes you can do your own laundry you can make a meal you can do a lot that mom does for you because i tell you what you're going to want mom chasing after Jesus, because she's gonna be a better mom. She's gonna love you better. She's gonna discipline you better. Yes, moms, I believe that you need to be a part of the discipline of your children. That's a freebie for another time. But um, kids, dads, husbands, people, create space for moms To chase after jesus paul thanked god for timothy paul thanked god for timothy and i wonder moms and dads and everyone who are you thanking god for in your life right now i hope your kids are in there somewhere but i've been in ministry long enough that there are some times where mamas are not giving thanks for their kids it's not that they don't love them It's not that they wouldn't do anything for them, but they are at their wit's end. And they're just crying out to God to help. But I wonder, if we were to chase after Jesus with everything we got, all of us together, not just moms, if we might be able to find things to be thankful for in others more readily than we do now. Paul remembers Timothy in his prayers. Um, and I think he refers to it as his long and lengthy, all night he's praying and he's thinking about Timothy. I love, I am a sound sleeper. Nothing can wake me up. Freight trains coming through the house are not going to wake me up. Do I hear an amen from my wife? But my wife, on the other hand, is a very light sleeper. And I love what she does sometimes in the midst of her wakeful nights. Sometimes she's praying because God has laid someone on her heart. Some of those people are you. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and I get the report that it was a restless night, but that she got to pray for this person and this person and this person and this person. I'm learning when I get woken up to be less grumpy and to be more prayerful. I think we all probably could stand to be a little less grumpy. To quit moaning and groaning about, oh gosh, why did someone wake me up? And maybe to start praying for the people that are on our hearts and our minds. I think that there are times when God wakes you up. He pokes you because he needs you to intercede to go to bat to send a message at just the right time and I love this they're parting there there was a time Timothy and Paul were together they had to part and it was a tearful leaving you can tell the kind of relationship that they had and they were also so desperately looking forward to getting back together these are two people who love each other but Paul makes special mention of Timothy's faith and this is where I want to kind of zone in this morning um Timothy shared uh, the faith that was first in his grandmother, Lois, and then also in his mother, Eunice. Um, Paul recognized that there was a continuum of faith. By this statement, I'm assuming that Paul knew Lois, knew Eunice, and knew Timothy, because they probably all lived in the same community. That doesn't always happen in in our day and age. But Paul was able to testify that what I see percolating in you Paul or Timothy is the same thing that I see at work in Eunice and in Lois and I'm going to guess that if Lois's mom was still around it would still be gone and the path would continue on and on and on and Paul is saying to Timothy fan into flame that thing which I saw in your mom and your grandmother and that when I laid my hands on you, that's a good thing in this context. When I laid my hands on you and I just, I blessed you. God gave you a gift that needs to be fanned into flame. I've had an opportunity the last little bit. I, I came upon a, a show that is intriguing to me. It's called Running Wild with Bear Grills. Anyone seen it? Love that show? I know. Here's the short of it. Bear Grylls, if you don't know who Bear Grylls is, he's this survivalist. He was in the military, and he knows how to survive in the wild. Well, he is, each episode, he pulls a celebrity on an overnight uh, adventure with him. Um, one was on a glacier, one was in Panama, one, I mean, all over the world, in some of the most trying uh, places, and he teaches them how to survive. Well, obviously, one of the things that you need to know how to do in survival is start a fire. And there are some interesting ways that you can start a fire that I had no idea about. Did you know? <laughs> I can't believe I'm gonna say this. Did you know that you can start fire with a bag of urine? Didn't know that. You might need to know that. Talk to me afterwards, I'll tell you why. <laughs> but, but here's what I've learned from Bear in his starting of fires you need a couple of things one you need uh, some tinder some dry stuff that will ignite well did you know that birch bark is highly flammable and it's highly waterproof which is great for starting fires in the rain there you go you can attribute your survival to me and bear but you need this—you um, need this tinder, you need a spark, and you need some patience. When you get the tinder smoldering, that means something's happening, and you can either fan it to get air in part of the process until the fire catches. You can blow on it as it begins to smoke even more and in your face. And and then all of a sudden, it ignites. Paul is saying to Timothy, fan into flame that thing which I saw in your mother Eunice and your grandmother Lois. It's in you. It's there. It's ready. Nurture it. Mamas, we need you To help us understand how to fan into flame the things that are percolating in you that because of the life that you're living in front of us and with us we are experiencing the kind of faith that has made you who you are today side note you may not have had a mama who knew jesus Which is why, in part, it's so important for a church to realize its role in nurturing people. Right. Amen. There are some people who need a spiritual mama. And you could be that. Now, why wasn't your mom the spiritual giant in your life that you needed? I don't know. I I think that there are probably a lot of reasons why this happens. But can I just say this? You may be wrestling with pain and hurt because of it. But let us pray for our mamas. No matter how good or how bad you think they are. Let us be a people of grace. Who recognize that sometimes... People, sometimes people need others to love them through the tough times. In 2 Timothy, we've got this, uh, in chapter three, we've got this um, description of the times of the day when Paul was writing to Timothy. And it sounds a whole lot like us today. You should know this, he says, Timothy, uh, that in the last days, there will be very difficult times for people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride and love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious, but they will, act, they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. You know, Paul was talking about their day. That sounds a lot like our day, right? And there may be some mamas out there who are saying, I don't know what to do in this world to raise my kids to love Jesus more than the world is asking your kids to love it. Can I just say this? There's one thing that we we desperately need from you, moms, and that is this. We need you to equip us with a faith that is capable of weathering the storms of life. And church, can we just commit to come alongside our moms and say, we're going to help you along in this journey. If there's kids that you are just having a tough time with, we want to walk with you through that. But can we just do this, church? Can we not wait for moms to cry out and say, help? Can we have our eyes and our hearts and our minds open and we're noticing, hey, so-and-so hasn't been around in a while. Let's reach out and, and and reach out to that kid or, or that mom and say, "Hey, we're there for you. How can we pray for you? How can we encourage you? How can we nurture you?" There's a song that I want us to end with, and it's we're gonna play it. I want you to listen to it. Um, and it's a song that's kind of rocking my world. And I it's it, I, I don't know this for a fact, but I I would not be surprised if the author of this song wrote this with. 2 Timothy chapter one in mind, and I want us to listen to this song, and I want you to think very, very purposely about your children, moms, your biologicals, your non-biologicals, dads, same thing, people who have neighbors and and grandkids and and nephews and nieces and you know the whole kit and caboodle. Think about the people in your life, and I wonder what is being passed on from you, from from down the line on through you. Robbie, will you play that song that we started this service out with? Close your eyes if you want to. Think about the faces.
1: Grandma used to pray out loud, Spice. by in bed every night. To me, it sounded like mumbling, like she was out of her mind. She said, boy, this kind of praying is what saved my life. You ought to try it, some." Now I know she was right, she was talking to Jesus, she was talking to Jesus, and she'd been talking to Jesus for all of her life, here
0: comes Eunice,
1: mama used to drag me to church, Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights. Shacky pants and a polo shirt Boy, I put up a fight Did you ever fight with mom about church? She said, son, one day you'll thank me For having God in your life And yeah, I know she was right Yeah, my mama was right Cause now I'm talking to Jesus She got me talking to Jesus She got me talking to Jesus, yeah, my mama was right. Cause now I'm talking to Jesus, yeah, I love talking to Jesus. And I'll be talking to Jesus for the rest of my life. What a friend we have in Jesus what a friend we have don't you know what a friend we have Three of my own now, I'm trying to raise them upright. My oldest is 15, and I remember what that was like. I'm trying to deal with the drama, trying to figure out the questions in life, and I've been looking for a way to show him how to make it all right. Then he walked in my room while I was saying my prayers the other night. He said, I'll come back later. I can tell you got a lot on your mind. I said, it's not an interruption. You couldn't have picked a better time. I was just talking to Jesus, come over and give it a try, we started talking to Jesus, no bad time to start it don't have to sound pretty just tell them what's on your heart because it's not a religion because no. it's more like a friendship so just talk to your father like you are his kid Start talking to Jesus right. Just Start talking to Jesus.
0: Moms, I want to ask one thing of you for this coming year. I know it's Mother's Day. We're supposed to be doing everything for you, and hopefully that is going to be true today in your life. But, I have one thing to ask: Will you talk to Jesus with us? He said, there's no wrong time to start. There's no right way to do it. This year, mamas, will you talk to Jesus with us? And everyone who's not a mama, would you not fight with your mama when she wants to pray with you? Would you pray with her? Stand with me. I've got three things that I want to say to moms about how you might be able to do this. And one of them is this. Nurture your relationship with Jesus by prioritizing it in your life. And if, you have a, if you're struggling to do that, find someone to help you walk that road too share your journey with your kids you don't have to be perfect you simply have to be willing to bring us along on the journey because sometimes it's the struggle that you go through where we will learn the most and three depend on as paul said the power that can make you godly it's not in your own strength that you will do this but it is in the strength of God at work through you. Pray with me. Jesus, this morning, we are so thankful that you are a God who uh, is a heritage creating God. I thank you for the Unises in our lives, I thank you for the Loises in our lives and i thank you for everyone that came before them who passed on their faith recognizing that they can provide all the clothing and the shelter and the stuff and the busyness they can create but it's all for nothing if there's not a faith that has been handed down jesus i help i pray that you help mamas recognize that you're simply asking for them to do their best. God, I know that there are times that it's hard to be a parent because we have to let our kids make decisions on their own. But Lord, may we be able to be confident that we've done our part. So Lord Jesus, this morning for all the wayward children out there who have rejected the faith, who are wanting nothing to do with it, God, I pray that you would humble them to the point where they recognize there's a Jesus that loves them, who is alive and well. God, I pray you bless our mamas today. Pick their heads up high, their shoulders up high. God, I pray you give them a bounce in their step because they've heard Jesus say to them, well done, good and faithful servant. Lord, thank you that you are a friend, and thank you for mama's. We pray this in your name. Amen. Church around here, we like to give a blessing at the end of a service to kind of send you all out, and the way we do it is you guys put your hands out like you're ready to receive something, and I put my hands up like I'm about to give something, and here's what I want to give you today. May God help you fan into flame the spirit of power, love, and and self-discipline and may you find yourself ignited that others might be caught in the overflow of god's great love be blessed and be a blessing
1: thank you for joining us today we would love for you to join us in person our address is 2022 East Main Street in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. If you'd like to make a donation to keep our podcast ministry going, you can do so online at reallifecommunity.org. Thanks again for listening.